You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and this is a really special treat today. Like, you know, we attract some really, really amazing people. In today's show, what I love about it is you know, the whole concept of like, how do you do this, right? A lot of you um, join us because you know you're here to have an impact on the world. You have amazing gifts and abilities and uh, messages to share. Uh, But a lot of folks get stymied. A lot of entrepreneurs in particular get stymied in the actual, like, how do you do it? You know, how do you really um, make a scalable, sustainable business? How do you make sure that you can touch the lives of millions as one person, right? Well, of course, the secret is you can't as one person, but but then how do you even go about that, right? You're, you're not a giant corporation, you know, but you need to start taking steps in that direction. And so I'm very excited to have with us today, uh, one of the co-founders and the CEO of FreeUp, Nathan Hirsch, is, has become a dear, dear friend of ours. Um, and, and I adore him for that, but, but I really, really, really have a strong appreciation and respect for him just because of how um, his presence and, and their business has really catalyzed growth for us as individuals as well as for our businesses. Um, so today we're going to be talking about growing the entrepreneur. And I think at this point in time, it's a given, like your business will not grow if you're not willing to grow. But what does that look like when we talk about like tactics when it comes to the business? Um, so we're going to get kind of down and dirty about that today with Nate and, um, and hear um, just his amazing story of, of how he sees the world and how he kind of put all this together. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Nathan Hirsch to the show. Welcome, Nate. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, awesome. Well, we are excited to share your wisdom with our audience. But before we do that, we really just have to jump in and say, what are your superpowers? <laughs> so my business superpower is I am a great problem solver. If someone throws four different problems at me, which happens every day, I can prioritize them and come up with a plan and gather all the information and execute them in lightning speed. My non-business superpower is I have an incredibly high pain tolerance. I think I'm going on eight surgeries, or maybe more than that, and four or five broken bones. Um, even when I'm working out, I, I will push myself way past the point of pain. <laughs> now, if we could just harness that, can we like bottle it, sell it? Come on, that, that's, a, that's, that's an Amazon right there. Like, we could do that. I know. I haven't found a way to completely utilize that skill set yet. <laughs> well, get on it, Nate. You sound like you have other things going on, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that you delineated between your business and your personal superpowers. I, it's fascinating as I find the pain tolerance conversation. I want to really focus on the problem solving because I do think that that's, that is your secret sauce. I, I, I've watched you do this. I've watched you do it for us. I've watched you do it for other people. And the way that you've put together free up and all of its brilliance and everything else has been, first of all, let me explain like, so for all of you listening, free up is, you know, in the remote hiring freelancer space, kind of when you need assistance and, um, you know, it's an alternative to outsourcing maybe to a company completely or, uh, hiring a full-time worker. Um, that, that's kind of how I describe it to people. Um, but, but I love the, the name of free up because it really does free you up. You know, that's kind of the point, um, for us, it kind of had the opposite effect, right? Because we got so addicted to the scalability that it was like, Ooh, and then we could systemize this and then this. And so, you know, the more successful you are at it, I think the more addicted you become to it. Um, but, but talk to us a little bit about the inception point. Like how did you and Connor come up with this idea of 
kind of diving into this business? Well, way back in the day when I was in high school, I had these summer internships and I hated every second of them. (laughs) My parents forced me to do them every summer while all my friends were playing outside and enjoying the nice weather. But I learned so much from customer service to sales to problem solving to management. And really, every business that I started, it comes from those original skill sets because I've never had a real job besides those two internships. So when I got to college, I had already been working that 40 hours a week. And I knew that that's not what I wanted to do when I graduated. And I almost felt like I had this clock that was ticking that if I didn't figure out how to start a business before my four years of college was up, I was going to have to join the real world. And that's not at all what I wanted to do. So when I got to college, I started hustling. I started trying to figure out how can I make money on the side? And it started off, how do I make extra beer money on the side? (laughs) But it quickly advanced beyond that. So I started off buying and selling people's textbooks. Um, I noticed the school bookstore was ripping me off and I thought I could pay people more and and still make a healthy profit margin. And I created this referral program. And before I knew it, I had lines out the door of people trying to sell me their books to the point where I actually got a cease and desist letter from the college because I was taking up so much of their business. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So that was my first glimpse into being a real entrepreneur. And books led me to Amazon because this was 2008, 2009. Amazon was becoming more than a bookstore. And I started experimenting with sporting equipment, computers, video games, stuff that I was familiar with, but I failed over and over and over. I couldn't get anything to sell besides these books. And I knew that I was graduating. I knew that books was not the answer long-term. I thought we'd be on tablets by now anyway. And it wasn't until I ventured out of my comfort zone and found these deals on baby products that I found an industry that I could actually sell very well. So if you can imagine me as a 21-year-old single college guy drop shipping baby products on Amazon, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm spending eight hours a day listing these baby products on Amazon, getting weird looks. No one knows what I'm doing. People think I'm running a scam. There were no gurus. There were no courses. I was really figuring out Amazon by myself. And this business really took off. It exceeded my wildest expectations. And it got to the point where I had to start paying taxes. I was making a lot of money. And so I meet with an accountant and he goes, hey, so when are you going to hire your first person? And I kind of shrugged him off. I'm like, why would I do that? I, I'm, all the money's going into my pocket. No one can do it as well as I can. I don't want to spend the time to teach someone else to do it, blah, 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 lots of excuses. And he kind of just laughed in my face and he said, you're going to figure this lesson out on your own, kid. So mm-hmm. My first busy season comes around, the fourth quarter, and I just get destroyed by emails, orders, angry customers, and I'm working 20 hours a day. My social life goes down the tube. My grades start to go down, and somehow I make it out of that six-week busy season period, and I become determined to never let that happen again. So I start hiring people, and one of my first hires was fantastic. It was my business partner, Connor, and we got along. He was productive, and I think hiring is easy all of a sudden, but I proceed to make bad hire after bad hire after bad hire, hiring college kids that weren't motivated, that didn't care, that wasted my time, my money. And I didn't really have access to 30-year-old marketing experts that that wanted to work for me as a 20-year-old young entrepreneur. So I was really thrown into the remote hiring world by necessity. It's the only way that I could get access to talent. 
But when I started using the Upworks and the Fivers, I quickly realized that all my time went from expansion or expansion, marketing, getting new manufacturers to interview after interview after interview. And I just wanted there to be a faster way. And I remember one day where I did eight hours of interviews and I didn't find one person that I liked and I threw a chair against the wall and I just said, there has to be. <laughs> and when I couldn't find it, I, I built it myself. And that's really how the idea of free up started. Oh my goodness. I love it. Great stories. What I really, really appreciate you about you is the motivation, right? So a lot of people would be like, oh, okay. Like where's the, I wanted to have an impact on the world. Like where's the altruism? It's like, no, you didn't want to get a job. And I think that, you know, obviously that that's oversimplifying it, but I don't think that we talk about that enough. Like sometimes it's enough just to say that I don't want to live that life. Like, of course, the the flip side is, and we'll get into it a little bit after the break, like you are changing lives, like you are having an impact. But I love the fact that in its purest form, you're like, no, this just wasn't going to be my trajectory. And that was enough for you to take action. I think a lot of times we guilt ourselves into not taking action because we we haven't really attached it to that big overarching thing. You know, when Neva first started in to say she wanted to make a million dollars, I'm like, what, what, what? Like, don't you want to help people? Don't you want to? And, and she's like, well, yeah. And I really want to buy a pig. And you told me I can't have a pig unless I make a million dollars. <laughs> I thought we were safe with that one. I don't think we're going to be safe with that one. Um, but, you know, but, but it, I had to really check myself and be like, wait, that is a totally legitimate motivator. That's okay, you know, for it to be that way. And so I love that it was kind of this necessity thing that happened, but mostly came from the fact that you're like, no, like, I don't want that. Don't tell me I have to do that. Like that kind of rebellion, um, which is so perfect. Anyway, we, need, we do need to take a break. But before we do, why don't you tell people where they can go to find out more about you? Yeah. So if you go to freeup.com with three E's, my calendar is right at the top. You can book a free meeting with me. I'd love to talk to you about your business and how I can help. And if you create a free account right on the site and mention this podcast, you get a $50 credit just added to your account right away to try us out. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Well, we're going to come back right after the break and we're really going to talk about how you can utilize um, what Nate's talking about and the free up community to grow yourself and your business as we talk about growing the entrepreneur. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast, and we're talking today with one of the co-founders and the CEO of Free Up, Nathan Hirsch. We're talking about growing the entrepreneur. Um, before the break, we heard all about Nate's story of kind of how everything came to be. And his you got a glimpse inside um, just his genius mind of being able to kind of like put things together out of necessity. You know, when he didn't find what he was looking for in the market space, he went ahead and created it. And what he's created um, is this amazing community. I'm going to call it a community of, of people who are willing to work, you know, which like you mentioned before, like that's hard to find sometimes and who are, you know, willing to show up, who they, they, they raise the bar 
um, in terms of having expectations for freelancers and our experience has been, and I don't, I mean, I don't know how many of these, of these individuals of like these magical freelancers, like it's like, it's like a magical pool of talent, um, you know, that we've touched their lives and they've touched ours. Um, but, but I would say 90% of the time at the most, like at the lowest, like the lowest room for air there, um, that's exactly what we find. And that's a huge, 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 from a risk mitigation standpoint, like that's a huge success rate when it comes to bringing people into your business. You know, some people aren't always the best fit, but you all mitigate some of those risks by um, just, just raising that bar. You have expectations of them and, and, and they typically rise to that, which is phenomenal to watch. Um, we could go into your business model all day long and, you know, I love to talk about that kind of stuff. But, but the bigger thing is so many people are sitting where we were sitting and where you yourself was, was sitting in the sense of, um, you, you know, how do you bring on, on people, the idea of it's almost like a foreign concept to bring people into your business as an entrepreneur. You're like, uh, like you said, it's like, wait, I'm getting all the money. Like, why would I want to share that? Like, you know, and, and so to make that leap into scalability. And I know, I know that you hold a lot of people's hands into that space. Talk to us a little bit about that journey. Yeah. So a lot of it starts with that self-reflection up front. One of the best activities that, that I ever did with Connor when our Amazon business started stalling for the first time, and we weren't used to that. We were doubling year after year, and all of a sudden, the business is stalling, and we sit outside in a patio, and for two hours, or a balcony, for two hours, we went back and forth, you're good at this, you're bad at this. And by the end of this meeting, which was a brutally honest meeting that hurt a little bit, we had we realized that we complemented each other very well. So we made great business partners, but we also realized that there was this whole list of things that neither of us were good at, yet we were doing them every single day, every single week. So the first thing that we did when we left that meeting is we identified what can we turn, what weaknesses can we quickly turn into strengths? And quickly is the key because nowadays it's all about short-term ROI. How do you get money in the door? How do you fix things quickly? Because if you don't do it fast, your competitors will. And so we started hiring specialists, hiring experts to come in and turn those weaknesses into strength. And that's really what accelerated our business. From the, from the flip side of it, we also came up with a three-month rule where we're not allowed to do anything longer than three months without taking it off our plate. And that was it started off with customer service and lead generation and even with free up, I mean, we had we have our ticketing system when people put in freelancer requests, and we didn't do that longer than three months before our assistants took it over. So that mentality that the day-to-day operations come off your plate quickly, so you're always focusing on high-level stuff, but then also understanding what your core competency is so you don't get too far away from that doing things that you're not actually good at. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's why Justin and I were so uniquely positioned to step into that. I mean, we certainly resisted and dragged our feet and everything else. And, and if I could go back to my, you know, former self and just say, Hey, pull the trigger a lot quicker, you know, I certainly would, but that is a common practice, you know, as spouses, as business partners and everything else, when you have those kinds of intricate relationships with people, like you have to be willing to kind of meet them in that space. So I, I love that. And I love the three month rule. I think that most entrepreneurs don't, set it up to look that way. And um, it's easy to get stuck. I heard the other day too, a brilliant piece of advice to price everything out as though you're not ever going to do the work. Um, And I thought that was brilliant. It was like, whoa, you know, obviously there's certain things that if your business runs on your talent, 
um, you know, maybe that's not applicable, but to just to have that as a mindset, I think is so powerful because then you're not having to go back and revamp your pricing structure to allow yourself the flexibility to bring other people in to assist. Um, so there's just certain things that you can start doing now to prepare your business, or maybe even if your business has been going for quite a while to start moving it in that direction. Um, it really is a game changer when you even entertain the idea of maybe I can get some assistance. And what I love about free up also is that, you know, we talked about it from a risk mitigation standpoint, but also from a resource intensive standpoint, like most of us think that, you know, hiring a full-time employee, you know, what goes into all of that or, or hiring or even outsourcing to a business to the tune of tens of thousands of dollars. What, what's beautiful is, is even though the, as the business owners or as the person managing it, you, you have to have some organization and be willing to kind of step into that space, but it is a cost effective way to move into that. Um, and so talk a little bit about like, let's say people are listening to this call. They're like, Oh my gosh, I really, really want that. Like, what is the first step? Like, how do they kind of crawl into this? Yeah. So the first step is identifying what's going to get taken off your plate. And the second step kind of right after that is figuring out what kind of person you actually need. I, I personally like to think of it in three different levels. So you've got basic, mid and expert level. Basic is that outsource, non-US, five to 10 bucks an hour. They have years of experience, at least if they're in free up, but they're followers. They're for clients that have their systems and process in place. And, and you might even build the systems with the person, but they need systems to follow. Then you've got that mid-level person, that $10 to $30 an hour, that they're specialists. They do the same thing eight to 10 hours a day, bookkeeping, graphic design, video editing. You're not teaching them how to do graphic design, but they're also not consulting with you. They're not saying, hey, like if you have this image, you're going to get a better result. They're there to do specific projects and take them off your plate. And a lot of times things that are outside the, the norm of an entrepreneur, most entrepreneurs are not good video editors, they're not good graphic designers, they're not good bookkeepers. So those are those mid-level. And then you got the expert level and they're the 25 to $75 an hour people that can do things at the highest level. They can consult, they can project manage, they can audit your business or parts of your business. They can come up and execute a high level game plan. Maybe it's web development, maybe it's Facebook ads or digital marketing. Um, and they can even help create systems and processes for that basic level worker. So once you've identified, hey, I either have a list of day-to-day -day stuff to get off my plate or I have a list of weaknesses that I want to turn into strengths, the next step is figuring out what levels do I actually need? Do I need a follower? Do I need a doer? Or do I need that expert to come in? It's just brilliant. And we, and we've utilized free up at all of those various levels for various reasons with, um, huge success. Um, what I love about it and, and you know, cause I have, I've been very vocal about this is that if you allow this process, um, whether you utilize free up or whatever you utilize to kind of start this outsourcing process for yourself, um, it will grow you if you let it, um, from what Nate was talking about earlier about like what really are my strengths and where am I really not so great at, but also the organization thing. Like when we do tasks ourselves or we do um, things over and over and over again, a lot of times we don't really know what we're doing. Like we just kind of do it. Um, when you are training somebody else in it, um, you know, I particularly love the challenge of seeing just how automated, automated and systemized I can make something. And, and that allows us to work with a number of people um, at those various um, skill sets, but but I particularly enjoy 
um, finding those people, the, the followers like you were talking about and training them and giving them opportunities and allowing them to build their skill sets with us because we have enough systems and processes that allow for that. And, and I alluded to this before the break that even though perhaps you, you, weren't, you didn't set out to change the world, you certainly are having that impact. Just the feedback that we get about how lives have been changed because they've, they've come to work for you. Or um, now we're starting to hear that same feedback of like, oh my goodness, like, like now I can do this and now I can do that. And to me personally, like that, that's huge for those of us, you know, and if you're listening to this podcast that you do have that kind of altruistic streak, um, it does matter when you can employ other people, it matters. It has an impact. So it's not, you know, it's not selfish. It's not saying, oh, I don't want to do that work. Therefore, you know, I'm somehow taking advantage of other people, but you're creating opportunities for people also. And, um, and I think that it's this really cool kind of ecosystem that, that self-perpetuates um, that has ripple effects that, that we can't even fathom. And so it, you know, it is powerful beyond measure if you let it grow you and grow your business. Well, what's a last piece of advice you'd like to leave our listeners with? Listen to feedback. So some of the best ideas that have made me the most money or have saving the most costs came from other people. And I came from an environment where my first manager was incre- it was over the top micromanaging and he didn't have a positive attitude. He didn't create that culture. It was his way or the highway. So it took me years to break away from that management style. But once I did, and I created a culture where everyone wanted to be there, they wanted to come in every day and share ideas and improve the process and make the business better, all of a sudden, these brilliant ideas started to fly in from every different direction. And now with FreeUp, with a 1,000 freelancers, we get new ideas every day, and we really have to prioritize how we implement them. But if you, may, if you create that environment where people want to give you feedback and ideas, that's how you take your business to the next level. Mm. Fantastic advice. Well, Nate, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I really, really have a high degree of respect for you all and what you've created over there and just how I know that it's changing um, so many lives and it's allowing those of us who are, are set out to change the world, it allows us to do what we do. So, so thank you uh, for having the courage to step into that. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I had a good time. Absolutely. Uh, let's remind folks one more time where they can go to find out more about you and FreeUp. Yeah. So if you want access to my pre-vetted pool of freelancers, go to freeup.com with three E's. You can book a time to meet with me right at the top. You can create a free account. You can check out our FreeUp blog and our, a lot of our resources that we have, like the 10 common most mistakes of outsourcing. And me and my team are there to support you along the way. Beautiful, beautiful. Thanks again for joining us, Nate. And uh, we look forward to all the fun and exciting stuff that you're on the brink of, I'm sure. Um, And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for listening. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.